0: And we are back. So we are going to pick up where we left off yesterday. We're talking about how to overcome your fear of rejection. It is fear of rejection is the number one reason why so many of you are stuck in this never-ending churn of buying leads. Why so many of you sacrifice so much potential just out of this thing called fear? And uh, Julie's got some great notes to share with you. Julie, are you on? I I think I'm live. You are. You're live. I have so a I'm great gonna, story Julie,
1: that plays right into this when you're ready. So i just reminding okay. you about no, our New York City girls. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Go for it. So and, this, then,
0: and then, and Julie, Julie, when you're done, then I'll tell them about psychological fear versus normal fear.
1: Perfect. Good tee up. All right. So uh, this is a not too long email, but th- just pay attention to the history of this because I think this is such a fantastic example of powering through any fear and what kind of results you can get. So this is an email. I'm going to start with the email that came in almost exactly two weeks ago from Nicole D. Fawcett. I might be saying that wrong. Sorry, Nicole. Um, so she is in the beautiful city of Manhattan and writes, uh, Hi, Tim and Julie. I wanted to follow up and thank you again for your amazing training class yesterday. Susie and I were all – that's her twin sister who is also in real estate. And I were all fired up this morning. Dialing are expireds. Now, let's stop right there because there's a myth that you can't prospect expireds in New York City. So they just blew right through that one. I wished you could have heard Susie and I motivating each other. We laughed so much. We learned so many great quick pointers and certainly felt more confident on today's phone calls. My team manager couldn't even believe my quick responses. I wanted to just share my story today. I called and expired. Well, many, but this, happened to give, this one happened to give me a call back this morning I, and I had gotten a voicemail. However, today I felt different and quickly left a message with my knowledge and expertise of the area. Normally I don't like leaving messages when I don't know if it's the right number, but after your class I felt up to it today. I saved their number in my phone with the home address in case they called back. How smart is that, right? Because it could be a couple of days later. Who are these people? So she saved the home address in her phone with their phone number. That way I would know how to respond. They called me back around 3 p.m. today. After speaking, and I used the script if I were to have a potential buyer, so she's talking about the training that we did over at Douglas Elliman a couple of weeks ago. They wanted to meet right away since they were leaving for Arizona tomorrow. We first confirmed for 6 p.m., and then they called back to see if we could come in the morning since it shows so nicely with light. My team leader quickly rearranged his schedule, and we were there by 4.15 p.m. It was a gorgeous, renovated pre-war co-op located in the Upper East Side. The couple delisted their unit yesterday with their broker and had a six-month signed agreement. They're trying to get out of their agreement altogether uh, and meeting with us. They're very sensitive, so she goes into some details. They were um, talking to their broker. Hopefully, they can get out in an ami- uh, amiable terms. In the meantime, they gave us permission to show their unit anytime. They would arrange the showings with their housekeeper who has access to the unit since they use the unit as a pay to tear. My only concern is that they're not on a timeline and will sell at the right price. But they said their previous brokers never showed the unit or did open houses in the three months they had listed. Bewildering. I'm like, I got this since I went into contact, contract with a similar unit in the area within 11 days. I'm determined to get this as an exclusive or get them as a buyer. I honestly could not thank you both enough for this opportunity. Now, keep in mind, this was two weeks ago. And of course, we had, I think, 11 emails back and forth, okay? And today, Nicole writes... The expired listing that I was in touch with just sent me a signed contract that they will be exclusively listing with us for the next six months. It was such a great learning experience from the very beginning, but I kept on top of them and finally got the signed contract today. I felt like I had both of you cheering me on each step of the way. I can't believe it finally happened, and I'm so very excited. From Nicole. so Anybody that's got some referrals for Nicole's neck of the woods, Nicole Defosset in um, Douglas Elliman in New York City. So kudos to you and your sister Susie for not giving up, for persevering, for following up, for getting out of your own way and turning this into your next listing. And so one of the things I wrote back to Nicole was what if you did this just even once a month because she just proved she could do it. That was a two-week process, right? Okay, so once a month times their average net commission equals blank. And, And I'm being, you know, very conservative because I think these two have the potential to do it more like once a week if they wanted to. So uh, that's a great example of just powering through, using scripts, not giving up, just like we're talking about on this radio series, which is overcome your fear of rejection. Back to you, Tim, for a little uh, description of real fear versus made up psychological fear.
0: So um, fear, let's talk about that. So fear in your, in your mind, if you're driving or whatnot, or if you're taking notes, as a lot of you do, Fear, in essence, is a manifestation of unbridled ego. Just start out with that sort of weird comment, and uh, I'll explain. Now, what is, what is fear? Fear is a physiological reaction to something that is causing you to feel a physical danger in yourself or those that you love. Simple enough, right? Um, modern inter- interpretation, you pull somebody out of the way of a speeding bus. You know, ancient man interpretation, you pull somebody out of the way of a you know, screeching pterodactyl that's ready to eat you. I don't know, right? I know pterodactyls didn't live on the planet at the same time humans did, so do not email me telling me that. I know that. But the moral of the story is, is that the fear mechanism that you feel inside of yourself is the same as if you were under sort of bodily risk of bodily harm. It reacts the same way. And I want you to think about what I'm telling you right now because if you get it, It'll be a breakthrough, a huge epiphany for you if you're ready for it. I'm going to say it again. The psychological fear you feel when picking up the phone manifests in the exact same physiological manner that the physical fear did that you have innately inside of you that's supposed to protect you, you know, life and limb. When, again, when you are walking on the street and you slip on off the curb, you know, somebody accidentally shoves you, And then you jump out of the way just as a bus speeds by. That thing that caused you to jump out of the the way of the bus was just absolute huge amounts of fear. You could be walking down a street at night and see something that scares you, fear. You can be, okay, so these are all the natural, normal, protective uh, benefits of feeling fear because it causes you in your body to have a certain physiological reaction. You have a tendency, this is all true, guys, I don't know if you ever noticed this, but when you're feeling extreme fear, your vision actually turns into a bit of a tunnel vision. You start to channel your energies. Your body does this automatically. It's in your operating system, Right? You start to channel your energies towards removing yourself from that poss- uh, the, the potentially harmful situation, right? That's what happens inside of all of us. That's good. You want that. That is something you absolutely want to have you know, happen if you are uh, trying to protect yourself or somebody else. You want to have all those things happen because guess what? It will potentially give you the you know, endorphin releases and the, all the other psychological benefits of evading that potentially harmful thing makes sense simple to understand but where it gets interesting is when you so that's that's physical fear that's real fear but what's interesting is when you compare it to psychological fear or ego fear so you' you're about to pick up the phone you're going to call you know p- fill in the blank your worst case scenario some of you it's for sale by owners others or some of you, it's expired it might be under you know whatever it doesn't matter anything that's going to involve or potentially risk you hearing the word no that's really what I'm trying to in, in, emboldened inside of all of you is that that's the going, that creates the same feeling of psychological fear. That psychological ego fear has the same physiological fear that your body, uh, you know, creates when it's under stress, it the same. when it's under, yes, it's the same. It literally, it, it's the same exact physiological process when you're thinking about picking up the phone for some of you, cause that's your worst case scenario as far as fear. Um, uh, As you do, as you experience when you're potentially pulling yourself out of the way of that speeding bus. That's what's fascinating. So the speeding bus scenario, you absolutely want to have that psychological or that physiological reaction that comes from fear to cause your body to do the things necessary to survive. But you don't want that physiological reaction to happen when you're thinking about picking up the phone. And so here's the breakthrough that some of you need to have. Is the psychological or ego-based fear which creates that physiological reaction of you know, just as if you were, you know, again, about to get hit by the bus. That same physiological reaction does serves no benefit when you're trying to pick up the phone and you're trying to do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level. But it still feels the same. I know – and like you can sometimes get this feeling too when you're around people that just sort of grind you. It could be another agent. It could be – it doesn't matter who. There's people that you're around – they'll say little things and they'll poke you in a certain way because what happens is their ego is just trying to basically get your ego to react in a certain way. And this is all subconscious Mickey Mouse, but at the end of the day, the way you feel as a result of that feeling creates a uh, sense of fear. It creates that same physiological reaction. Like for me, when when I, I observe it and I don't react to it, but when I feel it evolving or when I feel it kind of bubbling up inside of me, it always happens like uh, in my stomach, like right above my stomach. So if I'm in a situation where I'm feeling that maybe my ego is going to start getting the better of me and it's causing me not, it'll and eventually you know, cause me not to take the actions I otherwise would have had I had a clear head, um, I can observe it and then I can choose not to react to it. And that took me a long time of practicing that. But that's how you break free of the cycle. So when you're listening to Julie talk about the fear issues that everyone experiences, I want you to know that you can break free of the physiological reaction you have to the fear of rejection. You can decide whether or not you're going to allow that physiological reaction to continue to manifest inside your body. I know this seems a little out there for some of you, but what I'm describing to you is an absolute scientific fact that it's in, but also what is interesting is that you can choose whether or not you want to react to it, whereas if you're in a situation where you're going to hit, get hit by the bus, then it's pretty much involuntary. Your body is going to go into a survival mode, which is going to prevent you from dying. But when you're thinking about picking up the phone or doing whatever it is in this business that causes you to feel fear, know that that fear is not serving any benefit to you whatsoever. The fear is trying to get you to uh, go into protection mode. And that protection mode is the exact opposite of what you really want to have when you're trying to learn how to be a really good salesperson. That's what's holding a lot of you back, is this psychological or ego fear. And there's no place for it in your lives anymore. It does not serve you any benefit. Now, where do you go with this? First of all, realize, number one, that you can do something about it and that you can notice when you're feeling the emotion of that, that fear emotion that's starting to bubble up inside of you, as soon as you feel it and notice it a couple times, just observe it. Don't worry about where it came from. Don't worry about Don't psychoanalyze yourself. You're not qualified, right? But observe the feeling bubbling up inside of you, and then – observe where it tries to take you, and you're going to see what I just said is true. It's going to try to take you to a small, protective environment. And for many of you, that means you're just going to spend all your time on social networking and buying buyer leads because there's no risk of your ego or any fear mechanism being triggered uh, inside of you if you're just doing all this passive stuff because the chance of hearing or experiencing any form of rejection in those Formats is zero, but there are also very little chance of making any money and helping any other and any you know helping folks in that uh, operational plane if you want to call it that, so it doesn't serve you any benefit. Your way forward is to learn how to push through the psychological fear so number one is feel it, acknowledge it, and then don 't react to it and When you do those three things you're not going to, eventually you're going to get to the point where you can feel it, you'll feel, you'll be conscious of it, it won't be operating on a, you know, subconscious level anymore, and then you can choose not to react to it. And the best way to not react to it is to literally just not react to it. That's the thing, is when you feel that feeling, just don't react to it. Now, what comes after that is that understanding that this is a painfully simple business, And 99% of the time, you're going to have the same conversations over and over and over again. That's what any professional does. Your ego is going to want you to be bored with saying the same thing over and over again. That's the same ego that's been keeping you poor. So understand that when you're calling expires, for example, or anybody, you're going to say the same stuff over and over again. The same conversations over and over again. And you're going to think maybe some, your ego is going to tell you that having those repetitive conversations is somehow wrong and real estate is supposed to be some sort of creative outlet and you're supposed to work in your logo and your business cards. No. I, the best businesses are boring as hell and they're predictable. They're money machines. You do not want to bit, have any drama in your business whatsoever whatsoever. That is, again, something your ego wants to bring in. It wants the ego. It wants the attention. It wants the sense of excitement. It wants the new thing. You have to fight against that because it will keep you broke. And then you'll wake up one day, sometime hopefully very far in the future, and you're going to realize that you wasted so many years chasing these really childish endeavors of trying to placate your ego. That's what Julie and I have learned from coaching. That we try to relay to you guys as much as we can on this podcast, and certainly as um, in our coaching programs. So the ego, the psychological fear or the ego fear, is not serving you at all. It serves no benefit to you whatsoever. It's the thing in your head that says, "What are you going to? Oh my gosh! If you do that, and they say this to you, they're going to hurt your feelings. What if they ask you this question? And you're not going to know what to say. What if they do this? What if they do the other thing? That's the psychological ego fear." The simple answer is obviously learn what to say and how to say it. The simple answer is go in over prepared. It's not difficult. And it goes back to what I was just saying. You're going to figure out quickly that ever-increasing long-term levels of success comes from doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level, which as you get better at this game, you're going to realize is being okay with saying the same thing over and over again, like if you worked at the post office. That's perfect. That's a good business because then the listings become predictable, the cash flow becomes predictable, your wealth accumulation becomes predictable. So listen, guys, before Julie gets to our next point, I want to remind all of you, every one of you is entitled to a free coaching call. Free coaching call with one of our new member coaches. They're going to help you put your lead generation wheel together. And when you request your free coaching call, we're also going to give you, um, I think it's six free books. The two that I want you to download immediately is Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, it's a big, big digital download. It's like three or four hundred pages, but get that book right away. Think and Grow Rich for real estate, and the other one is the Real Estate Treasure Map. Real Estate Treasure Map is the fill-in-the-blank business plan, and I love hearing about you know so many of you who are having these. You know, when you're filling out the real estate treasure map, it's going to take you through goal setting like you've never experienced before. You're going to actually have business, you're going to have a goal, but you're also going to have a specific action plan how to accomplish the goal. The other thing that's interesting to me when I get feedback about the treasure map is how many of you are, for the first time in your adult lives, really getting a Firm understanding of what your financial picture truly is and what it takes for you to pay your bills, but then you're also having a very clear path forward and what it's going to take for you to essentially have the life of your dreams. That's exciting to me to observe. That's exciting to me for, you know, I'm thankful that you guys are, you know, that you entrust us to be your coaches Even if it's just from the sake of filling out the treasure map. And that took a lot of energy for Julie and I to create that. A lot of coaching calls for us to figure out how to put it together so agents would understand it. So to get all that for free, all you've got to do is text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, text the word Harris to 31996. So go ahead and text the word Harris to 31996. Schedule your free coaching call, and then also in the confirmation link, after you schedule your coaching call, you'll be given all those books in the digital format and just download them and have at it. Julie?
1: Yes, so we're going to wrap up with some quick but salient points here with our discussion about rejection and overcoming it. So we're going to bridge that with going to point number eight. And we had an example from TED Talks, which you can uh, certainly find. It's called rejectiontherapy.com, 100 Days of Rejection. And we've been talking about this fellow who put together rejection on purpose, to power through it, to feel it, and to do it anyway. So point number eight was he discovered that by being in the moment and not running from a rejection, that he could turn a no into a yes. But he had to learn to negotiate, to present, and to close. He learned by doing. And by doing, he had a deeper understanding of what it takes to get a yes, You won't know the third or fourth steps to something unless you've lived through the first two. So doing something brings you closer to success than just thinking about doing something. You know, think about our story from Nicole, right? So look at how much she learned through the process. It took her two weeks of following up and going after that expired and she ended up with a victory in the end. Why? Because she learned from doing. Now, can she, will she, I hope so, implement and do even more as a result of that experience? Now she has more to go on, more experience gives you more confidence. So point number nine, he learned that finding the objection he could overcome it. Some of you don't pick up the phone in the first place or don't show up in person in the first place because you're so fearful of hearing an objection. Those of you who conversely know your objection handlers, which are not that hard and the objections are always the same, it's so funny to see that transformation. You've seen it hundreds of times on coaching calls, Tim. I'm sure you have, where they transform from, oh, my God, I don't want to do it because I might feel rejection or I might get an objection, to bring it on because I know how to handle it. That's really exciting from a coaching standpoint to see that transformation. And I guarantee you Nicole and her sister are going through that now where they're like, yeah, I can handle that. Bring on some more expireds. We're going to win at this thing. So, And you can tell from her email. She said, yeah, I feel like I got this thing. So – Our friend from TED Talks also said that he learned that he had to build some rapport to gain trust. Another thing you don't really learn until you're actually doing something. He also learned, point number 11, that taking the risk of hearing no brings you to more yeses. I had a coaching client once that she just, she shared with me that she sings this little song or mantra before she gets on the phone that goes, no, 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 yes, to remind herself that it's okay to hear some nos before you get to the yes that that's certainly part of the process. The funny thing is that it typically takes fewer nos than you think it does, and I'm talking to people who don't take action because the people that do you well, guys so know let let's, let's reach into the choir let's level off there yeah. the, the
0: reality of it is is when you use our scripts. And this mm-hmm. sounds like I'm trying to sell something, which, of course, I am. I am a salesperson. But when you use our scripts, you really don't hear no that often. You're going to hear no. Um, you're not going to, you Very rarely will you hear a hard no. You're going to hear people that are a little bit skeptical, but you won't hear a hard no. That just doesn't happen that often. If you're using our scripts, if you're actually calling at the times and doing just following our whole system, it's not that difficult. But a couple things that came to mind. I wonder how many people are, are listening to us right now, and I know there's thousands that are listening and saying, you know what, I'm going to figure out a way to create my own scripts. By the way, guys, our scripts are not available online. They're copywritten. They're not Googleable, so you have to bring, join Premier Coach and get access to our system. You there's no you know, renditions of it online. So why am I telling you that? Because so many of you have tried to put together these patchwork quilt versions of your own script. You don't have any system is whatsoever. Why do, you put, well, why do you do that? I, I've never understood that. I've never understood that if you're going to put forth the effort and if you're going to actually set aside the time, if you're going to pin your hopes and your dreams, not just yours but your family's hopes and your dreams, on your success in this business, why wouldn't you essentially buy the insurance policy that it has guaranteed payout in terms of getting ensuring your, uh, uh, your success? Why wouldn't you do that? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you try to create your own system? Why wouldn't you just use our seven-step listing process? Use our pre-listing pack. Why wouldn't you just use our scripts? Why wouldn't you So, it's an interesting psychological question because the answer to that one is is very interesting. You're doing it not to say you're not joining uh, coaching because you're just trying not to save money. That's not that's not what it is. You're not doing it because you know if you were to join our coaching program, that you would be out of excuses because you know our coaching program has proven to work in all price ranges and all you know, market conditions and every kind of possible scenario you can think of. The material that you get as, far, as part of Premier Coaching works. So if you had something that you couldn't blame for your lack of success, then that means that you would realize then you'd have to deal with your own psychological issues with regards to maybe I need to get better. Maybe I'm the issue. Right now, when you're doing your own little system, you can always, well, I just need to tweak my system. I need to work on my this or I need to work on my that. That's not somebody who's serious about success who thinks like that or let alone wastes their time like that. Somebody who's serious about success joins the coaching program. They don't look for role-play partners or accountability partners. They just say, I'm going to role-play with the uh, folks who pick up the phone when I call them about their expired listing because nothing's going to make you learn faster than doing it that way because you're going to have the – psychological fear, you're now using it to your benefit because you're going to want to avoid hearing no, avoid screwing up something on the phone. So when you've got a real seller on the end of the phone, you're going to learn really, really quick. These are just all the little things that Julie and I have observed about somebody who joins our coaching program and just does miraculously well versus others who basically will take years and years and years and years to even implement the pre-listing pack. These are the types of serious thoughts you need to be having with yourself, especially this time of year, because as we've been preparing all of you for the last two years, we are in a buyer's market. It is in a buyer's market that's going to be coming to a town near you if it's not there already. So if you're not ready for it, if you're not knowing how to actually thrive in a market like this, you won't make it to the end of this market cycle, which is going to last three to five years. We've made it very easy for you to request a free coaching call, get the free books, just text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to three one nine nine six, text the word Harris to three one nine nine six. Julie.
1: Yes. So take action. Be like our email gals in New York City. They took action. Now I, she didn't even tell me the price of it, but they. I mean, the average where they live is a million, so it's one side or the other of that, right? Um, take action. Do the math. You don't have to be perfect at any of this. You know, it, it's funny that agents get so wound up in having to study things and perfect them and practice and role play partners and all this when we're i mean it is kind of a blessing versus some other things like say flying a plane or doing surgery where being perfect is maybe even more important i'm not saying to do a slack jawed job on this i'm not saying to wing it the whole point of having scripts is to polish your game to bring you confidence remember that Uh, knowledge equals confidence, ignorance equals fear. So the more knowledgeable you are, and Tim, you mentioned be over-prepared to your next listing presentation. It's not that hard to do. Be the only one who previewed the competition and the pending so that your pricing will be more accurate. You can over-prepare. Your scripts do not have to be perfect. The sellers, your prospects, they don't have copies of your scripts. You just have to be (laughs) of service, right? I mean, you've just got to work it and lose some of that fear because it's the fear that keeps you broke. So my parting thought is take action, be inspired to move forward, and don't overthink it. It, it. it actually is not rocket scientist science, and it is not surgery. You're here to help people buy and sell real estate. So do it at the highest level you know how, and keep on raising that level, and you're going to win. That's why we love to feature people emailing us, uh, with our victory stories and of course all of our premier coaching clients they like to share those stories on the private Facebook page where they keep each other motivated as well not to mention exchanging lots of referrals I think we've had I don't know four or five um, outbound state-to-state referrals just I mean it's only two days into this week so there's a lot of action like that too and speaking of which I'm off to premier and I'll let you wrap it up and uh, keep them motivated to take action
0: Right, exactly. So, um, you know, we have a social networking guy. I'm certainly not going to learn how to master it, and he's been on me about getting our Instagram. You guys know my opinion of all that. And I'm still – my opinion hasn't changed even though he's adding like thousands of people following us on Instagram. Just between you and me, it's just a bunch of pretty pictures and I could really care less. But he seems to believe that it's going to be something miraculous, so I'm letting him go for it. But it is kind of funny. He's a very, very smart guy, um, actually a very successful agent on the West Coast who built a good business for himself around Instagram. Or, I mean, he – you know, to support his listing activity, he doesn't really – No one really gets any business from social. It's just basically reinforcing your offline activities. And these guys head screwed on straight about that. But that aside, here's what's fascinating, is that when I'm on Instagram and I'm seeing what most people are posting, they're posting all this stuff that's just basic motivational, you know, it's just soft serve. That's all it is. All these little motivational sayings, all these little catchy phrases. And it's fascinating to me how that's what's become the de facto norm um, on social networking. And it's kind of cute, I guess. It's nice. It's better than certainly a pe- bunch of people being jerks. But it just goes to show how easy it is and how there's nothing required to actually be somebody who can sound motivational. Because everybody gets a little caffeine hit from the motivational aspect of it. And why am I telling you this? Because when Julie and I are doing this podcast, or we're presenting, or we're writing books, or we're writing content or we're doing any of the things that we do to try to help you in your business and your personal life, we're not worried whether or not we're going to be motivational. It doesn't even enter our minds. We do not sit around and think about how we can say something in such a way that's going to cause you to feel a certain way. That is not how we think because that is – honestly, I think it's fraud because if if you're going to allow me in your head and Julie in your head for a half hour to 45 minutes a day and we're not helping you to learn something that results in you taking action, and you're just listening to us, uh, if all we're trying to do is make you elicit a certain emotion in you, fear, we're just being manipulative just like the press is. We're not doing you any benefit whatsoever. you understand the difference? So when Julie and I are talking with all of you, we have relationships with some of you, don't you? Uh, don't we? we? We actually know each other. When you are paying attention to Julie and I, that's how we really are. And when we run into you in real life and we're – You know, conversing with you, you know things about us, and, you know, I don't feel like we're around strangers, even if we've never met before, or talked on the phone, or exchanged emails. That's the type of relationship we have with all of you guys, most of you anyway. So, here's the thought for you. You listen to us because you know that we're giving you the information you need to get into action. Why aren't you doing it? Why aren't you actually getting into action more? Why are you still searching? You know you've already found what you need. You know what we're telling you is the truth. So why aren't you doing something with the information? Why is it that you're avoiding doing the real work of life? How much longer are you going to wait? How much longer do you think you can wait before it's too late? There is a too late point in all of us. Don't know where it is. Hopefully for none of us, this is at any time soon, but it's there. There's a too late point where you just start giving up. So when you're older, some of you when you're younger, but I want you to keep these things in mind, you know, Guys, you only live once, and you're dead a really long time. You've heard me say that before. It's kind of a trite saying, but it's also really, really true. So take all this stuff seriously, okay? Think about what you can be doing right now to to get yourself into action. Ultimately, the more uncomfortable you are, the more full of fear you feel, probably the truer it is that that's an important thing for you to be focusing on. Probably that's something that's really, really important. And so we started this series a couple days ago, and I said, if you're not putting yourself in a position to hear the words no, at least you know five times a day, you're not doing your job. How many of you actually took that seriously? How many of you actually said, you know what? I'm going to put myself in a position to hear no at least five times a day, and, and not from your kids or your dog or your spouse or your partner. I'm saying straight up from potential clients, where you're actually asking questions that could result in them saying no. If you're not putting yourself into, into that situation – because you're so fearful of hearing the word no, you're not doing your job. Can you at least consider that? Could you at least accept the fact that that's true? If you need us for anything, it's Tim at com or Julie at com. And remember, text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 31996. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs,